From the world-famous city of New Orleans, it's the Black and Blue Report. Starring Sean Kelly, producer Dan, D-Dub in the Black and Blue Orchestra, yeah. and the Benchwarmers. Today's special guests include the New Orleans Saints, the New Orleans Pelicans, and whoever else we could get to stop by. Online and worldwide, it's the Black and Blue Report. Live, sort of, from Studio B, here's Sean Kelly and John DeShazer. How goes it? Thursday edition of the Black and Blue Report. A lot of things going on on campus today as uh, training camp continues. It'll be day seven. I can't believe we've made it through the first week of Saints training camp. And today, big news involving the New Orleans Pelicans. And a whole lot more. D-Dub and the Black and Blue Orchestra here, of course. Producer uh, Dan is uh, alongside. And then John DeShazer, too, here in the first segment. And then later on in the program to wrap up uh, day seven of Saints practice for you, uh, which will be an indoor practice today and close to the public. We'll have good news on the uh, practice front with regard to public availability a little bit later in the uh, show. Uh, J.D., first of all, you know, the Pelicans will be unveiling that uniform today. We... we uh, Certainly talked about that a bit yesterday, but uh, I'm uh, I'm sensing a bit of buzz, referencing back to our old days around town about the new look of these uniforms. I gotta admit, I'm I'm pretty much looking forward to it. I want to see what these things look like, what the road uniforms look like. I don't know if they're gonna have a Mardi Gras uniform or not. Hopefully that that'll be the case, and they'll unveil that one too. So I'm looking forward to seeing what these guys are gonna look like. Yeah, those viewing on Pelicans.com today will see that uh, press conference and unveiling live. Uh, during the afternoon, otherwise black and blue report today only on NewOrleansSaints.com. And with that, we've got lots of Saints guests today for you to uh, check out. Seneca Wallace amongst uh, those uh, being featured today, along with Pierre Thomas, and then wide receiver Andy Tanner, too. So you'll hear all those interviews here on this edition of the Black and Blue Report. Uh, J.D. earlier today visited with a very intriguing uh, young official. And I don't want to say that Sarah Thomas is all that young, but with regard to NFL officiating, she is. She is a finalist to become a new NFL full-time official. And, J.D., she'd be the first woman to ever do so. And I'm curious as to how your visit went with her this morning. Well, it went, went pretty smooth. She's in the pool of 21, um, extremely impressive. Uh, she's been here at Saints camp before. She also officiates in Conference USA. She just finished Indianapolis Colts camp and uh, seems pretty pretty impressive. Extremely confident, um, as she needs to be and should be. Um, really wants to just be looked upon as an official. Now, obviously, that's not going to be the case if you're going to be the first. If you're going to be a pioneer, then people are going to look at you a little bit differently. But uh, she seems to handle herself pretty, pretty well. So she's never had any problems with any players or any coaches or anything like that. So it seems to be going pretty smooth for her. Yeah, she's done a ball game. She's done conference. USA, which she'll do again this year at the Division One level, and uh, I guess you could say she's from Saints territory. She is a native of Mississippi, so uh, certainly we'll keep our eye on Sarah Thomas as to whether or not she'll make a little history here. Maybe not this season, but perhaps in coming seasons as she's made that kind of that elite pool of those in the NFL's officiating development program. So there you go. We've got a full show for you. J.D. will be back a little bit later in the show. We'll tell you about tomorrow's practice change and what that means for you, the fans. And we'll get started on our visits with three different Saints players today when we come back right here on the Black and Blue Report. What do you say to someone whose heart is on the line? That at Auctioner, an entire team of experts will collaborate to develop the best treatment for you? 
that we have procedures so revolutionary they aren't available anywhere else in the region, including breakthrough ways to more effectively manage heart failure and repair heart valves? That U.S. News & World Report ranks Auctioner Medical Center's heart program among the nation's very best? Or that with over 170 heart experts and seven hospitals to choose from, the exceptional cardiac care you need is always close to home? Actually, the most important thing to say is... Your results are back. Everything looks great. Better outcomes. Just one more reason to choose Auctioner. To find a heart specialist near you, visit auctioner.org or call 1-866-AUCTIONER. That's O-C-H-S-N-E-R. Auctioner. Healthcare with peace of mind. is all across Louisiana with cash jackpot starting at $250,000. That's a whole lot of cash. From the neon lights of Shreveport, Bossier City to the banks of Grand Isle, Lotto is your game. It doesn't leave the state and there's nothing like it anywhere else. It's Louisiana fun just for Louisiana. Lotto, it's a whole lot of cash. Must be at least 21 to purchase. A new era in basketball is here as your Pelicans take flight for the 2013-14 season. By adding all-star Drew Holiday and Rookie of the Year Tyreek Evans to a young and hungry roster, your Pelicans are going to be one of the NBA's most exciting teams. So jump on board now. Over 80% of our seat prices have been reduced. And with all the great benefits of being a season ticket holder, you don't want to miss out. Call 504-525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com to get in on the action today. Well, a lot of folks are talking about Andy Tanner, and he's our guest on the Black and Blue Report today. Andy, you're turning a lot of heads so far here in camp. I, I sometimes marvel when uh, folks talk about an overnight sensation, um, but it's three seasons. Is that overnight to you? Uh, definitely not. It wasn't. It's not overnight to me. Uh, out here grinded uh, in this Louisiana summer for uh, three off seasons, but uh, you know, it's it's been a lot of fun out here. You know, if you think back to last preseason, and I hate bringing up injuries, but the injury really kind of stunted the whole thing. Do you feel like you're ahead of where you were prior to the injury last summer, or is this about where things were for you as far as a spot on this team before the injury? You know, I feel like I'm, I'm probably ahead of where I was uh, during the injury at rehab, but, you know, I got some good time to kind of sit down, watch more film, get into the playbook more, you know, just work on my craft, uh, crisping up my routes when I got healthy, and uh, yeah, I feel like I'm a little ahead of where I was. Behind the names that the fans know right off the top of the, it seems very competitive. It's a crowded group right now. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, we have we have great talent at receiver, and uh, I mean, I, I can name everybody on the roster, and they can tell you what they could do and how they can improve and how they make this team. But you know, uh, just you just got to come out here and uh, you know, don't look at you know maybe uh, who you're trying to compete against and. It's, it's a numbers thing, but you can't look at the numbers, you know. You went to Midwestern State. Where the heck is that? <laughs> I get that a lot. Yeah. It's in Wichita, Wichita Falls, Texas, right by the Oklahoma border. You know, it's interesting because there are plenty of guys in the NFL who have made their way there via the small schools. What do you think or what do you find is the difference between, say, guys that went to a BCS school and those of you that went to maybe some of the smaller campuses? As far as... Coming just, just the ability or the process of getting here? Uh, you know, I, I would say it's a little tougher for the small school guys, but, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's with the Saints. They said, as long as you get here, we don't care where you came from. And that kind of clicked in my head, like, hey, 
if they if they say that, then I'm just gonna come out here and you know do what I can do. And uh, you know we might we might uh, always get as many opportunities as a bigger school guy, but the opportunities you get, you have to make them count. So what is there to do in Wichita Falls, Texas? Uh, play football. Yeah. <laughs> Go to school and play football. Andy, it's interesting when 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 I watch you work now. You you seem to be more concentrating on the little things. Um, I don't want to say that you've got speed that separates you or anything else, but as you as you've looked back on your career, when did you kind of decide or figure out that maybe my place here is by doing the little things better than the other guy? You know, the coaches have always said if you can do the little things, the big things will come with it. And uh, I've, I mean, I've always tried to you know detail my stuff and uh, listen to everything the coaches say. You know, and if they tell me one thing, I'm not going to mess up on it again. And, uh, you know, the little things have uh, helped me out. It, it, was there a light bulb moment, though? I know a lot of athletes kind of, there's always, it seems, there's one mark in time where they, they figure it out. Uh, you know, probably probably my second season here when, uh, you know, uh, they put me on practice squad and I stayed around for the, for the whole year and I just figured, uh, you know, I must be doing something right and I've been focused on the little things, so there it is. All right, so transactions in the NFL are interesting. Anytime that you're moved from practice squad to active roster, it's considered a transaction. Obviously, we know about cuts and all that. Are you aware that it's over 30 times your name has appeared on a transaction line? You know, I've seen I've seen the numbers here and there, but uh, hey, uh, I'll get cut 100 times if I can come out here and make this roster. How do you keep a level head when you when when all that's going on? Uh, I mean, you just you just have to do it. Uh, you can't let it get to your head. You can't get frustrated and uh, think like why why this happened to me. And you just got to come out here and uh, make make plays. You got family. I do. I have a wife and a little baby. We just had a uh, two months ago. Congratulations! Uh, tell me about being a new daddy uh, during training camp. Oh, uh, it's awesome. You know, it's it was it was a little hard to leave them. Uh, they stay back in Texas, but uh, you know, the first thing I tell my wife is, I miss you guys, but I'm getting some good sleep. Are they coming this way? They will come here for the first preseason game. Good luck. I hope you have a great camp, Andy. Thank you. Andy Tanner with us right here on the Black and Blue Report. We'll continue right after these messages. A message from Mr. Monopoly. Hello again. Since teaming with the Louisiana Lottery to give away part of my vast fortune for the Monopoly scratch-off game, I've been tickled pink that the winner bell has been ringing so frequently. There's a winner right now! Oh my, another winner! <laughs> Jimmy, perhaps it would be wise to check the winner bell once more, just to be sure. You could win up to $100,000. Play the Monopoly scratch-off game for real money. Must be at least 21 to purchase. Monopoly is a trademark of Hasbro and is used with permission. This is Eric, general manager of the Raising Canes and Kenner. To describe a Saints fan, you could say excited, committed, but definitely hungry. Yeah! And that's when Raising Canes is fan's best friend. Fresh, never-frozen chicken fingers, made fresh daily cane sauce, and a friendly Cane's crew committed to serving you the best chicken finger meals around. Raising Cane's, official chicken of the New Orleans Saints. One city, one team, one love. Somewhere in a town like the one you're in, there is a person like you headed to a store to buy Bud Light. However, these Bud Lights give you a chance to win prizes that are best described as music firsts, like Monster DNA headphones, access to tracks and merchandise from today's hottest artists, and even tickets to one of Bud Light Music First's history-making 5051 concerts on August 1st. But before people like you can win, they need to head to a place where Bud Light is sold. It's finally here, Bud Light Music First. Enter the code inside specially marked packages of Bud Light for your chance to win one of over 500,000 music prizes all summer long. Visit BudLight.com slash Music First for rules and more information. Bud Light Music First, 
It's the sound of history being made. Here we go. No purchase necessary. Open to U.S. residents 21 and over. Ends 8-15-13. Play without purchase. Mail your name, email address, and age to Music First Game. P.O. Box 753-726, El Paso, Texas, 88575. Void where prohibited. Enjoy responsibly. A.B. St. Louis, Missouri. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. Our guest is running back Pierre Thomas, who uh, yesterday at practice uh, dazzled uh, a lot of the fans who were here with a great one-handed grab. Uh, I think that was probably made the show the showstopper there in Wednesday's practice. <laughs> yeah, you know, I try to work on them, you know, after practice here and there. You know, for my catch and kick returns, I try to uh, practice on those some of those catches you never you never think you might have. And uh, you know, those one-hand catches, they come out of nowhere. You never know when they're coming, and you just got to be ready at all times. And you know, yesterday I was. I saw you working on that with the jugs machine at the end of practice. When did you start saying to yourself, I need to practice catching with one arm? I was way in the beginning of my career, you know. There's been a few times where, you know, the pass might be thrown behind me or too far out in front of me, you know, and I could only get able to, I was only able to get one hand out there. And, you know, it's something that's like, you know, it dawned on me. I always, you know, try to catch the ball with two hands, but let me try catching it with one because you never know, you know, how this ball is going to come at you. And, you know, you need to be, you need to be ready. If it hits your hands, they always say you should be able to catch it. So one hand, two hands, no matter what. If it hits your hands, you know, you can always tip it to yourself and catch it again, you know, in a second catch. Or, you know, you just snag it with a one-hand catch. And that's, you know, in the past, that's what I've been trying to work on. You know, way before, you know, the year we won the Super Bowl. In 08, I tried to start doing that. Just get on the jugs with machines. One of our equipment guys, Corey, you know, he, he always been helping me out. You know, and so I, I take my time out and really focus on the little things. I may be dating myself a little bit here. You know, it used to be that running backs really concentrated on, you know, running the football. And if they could catch a pass here and there, that was all the better. Now it seems these days you guys are asked to do both proficiently, you know, whether it be on a, out in the flat or even sometimes running a short pattern over the middle. And nowadays, you know, as a running back, you got to be all around. You know, you got to be everything. You got to be that receiver. You got to be that running back. You got to be that blocker. So you got to do it all. So, you know, why, why not try to hit on every aspect out there that you, that you have to do out there on that field? So that's why I try to focus on all the little things. You know, a lot of guys don't really notice. You know, a lot of guys try to work on their footwork and everything, which is, you know, what you try to work on, which is, you know, most important thing, but also the little things, you know, like try to catch a one-hand pass, you know, if it's real low or if it's real high. You want, the, you want that quarterback or you, whoever is, you know, practicing with you, you want them to throw it everywhere, you know, just because you never know how that ball is going to come at you. You did, correct me if I'm wrong. You started your NFL career as an undrafted free agent, didn't you? Yes. Yeah. So when you when you see now as a veteran and you see those guys that were in the same shoes as you here in training camp, do you, do you think back to that time? Is it is it something that you can identify with them with? Oh, definitely. You know, you see a lot of these things. You know, so when, as you get older, a lot of these rookies. You know, you see a lot of things that you know they did. They're doing that you used to do. You know, and. You try to show them the ways, you know, say, hey, man, I used to do that. I was in your same shoes at this point. This is how you overcome that. You know, you're trying to help them out. You know, that's what makes you a better player and a better vet and a better leader, you know, just helping these younger guys out. And it helps as long as you could teach the game, you know, you know, you could you could you can play the game to, to its perfection. If you're a good teacher, you understand you could teach it down to somebody else. That means you're you're at a good level. And, you know, as as a guy who's like, hey, I'm not just a player, but I'm the player of the game. I'm a teacher, too. Help the fans understand what phase of camp we're in right now. You know, the first couple of days, everybody's excited about being back on the field with their teammates, and it's the thrill of a, a new season and everything else. But now you're not yet quite close enough to that first preseason game. It seems like it could be a little bit grinding here days five, six, seven, eight, and nine. Oh, it's definitely a grind, you know. Camp is always a grind. It's always going to be a grind. But like you said, it's exciting to be back, you know, be back in emotions, be back 
you know, with your teammates, you know, out here on this field, doing the things that you love to do, hitting out here, and you got the coach back. I mean, it feel amazing, you know, the fans, and then you get the, the support from the fans, you know, that you always love hearing, you know, cheering, you know, make a good play or the defense make a good play. You know, you, you just like that. It's like excitement. And it, it kind of brings you uh, memories of, you know, the live game. Yeah. You know, when you're out there, you hear the crowd going. It gets you that energy to going out there and play harder. And that's what you hear out here. But it's a, it's a grind out here. Like you said, it's got this heat out here, and these guys are trying to work. Everybody's trying to work here to get a position on this team. And you're going to see a lot of guys grinding it out in, day in and day out. And, you know, that's, that's, the, that's the excitement. You know, this camp really, you know, defines your team and how you're going to be. So, you know, the, the more you put into it, you know, the better, the better the outcome. Does everybody sleep at the team hotel during camp? Oh, definitely. Everybody sleeps in the same hotel, you know. You know, make sure we all are the same, same area just so we could be around each other, get used to each other, and get a feel for this, for this offense, especially for the new guys, the offense and defense. You know, you don't want guys going out and, you know, getting um, – Distracted with all with all everything else is going out in this world, you want to be you want to have everybody caged in and really focus on you know what we're trying to do here, you know and what we're trying to do here is win a Super Bowl. At what point do you want your own bed back though? I want it all the time. <laughs> Pierre I Thomas to travel with my bed. <laughs> no doubt, Pierre Thomas. Uh, thanks for the visit. Good luck the rest of the way here. Thank you for having me. Pierre Thomas, our guest here on the Black and Blue Report. We'll be right back. The second annual Saints Back to Football Run presented by Chevron will be held on Saturday, August 31st. The 5K race benefiting Team Gleason, the One Fund Boston, and the Greater New Orleans Sports Foundation will include an NFL Play 61-mile fun run for kids. Participants of all abilities will have the opportunity to race through the streets of downtown New Orleans towards the finish line at the 50-yard line of the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. Gumbo and Sir Saint, along with the Saint Stations, will be on hand to cheer on participants. And a post-race party with live entertainment and a beer garden will take place in Champion Square. All participants will receive a Saints Back to Football Run shirt, a commemorative finisher's medal, and an NFL-approved bag. Registration is now open at nflrunseries.com slash saints. Hey there, what you having? Um, what kind of specials do you have today? Well, tonight we're doing $2 benzene and tonics, $4 lemon arsenics, and $5 beryllium bombs. Wait, what? Those don't sound like drinks. They sound like types of poison. Well, it's a fine line. Besides, this is a smoky bar. What do you think we're all breathing in right now? Uh, I don't know. N nicotine? Listen, I'm going to hook you up. You're not really living until you've had a formaldehyde martini. Yeah, I'm going home. Secondhand smoke does more than just stink. It costs Louisiana thousands of lives and contains dozens of harmful chemicals that lead to things like emphysema, heart disease, and lung cancer. Learn what's being done to protect all Louisianans in bars and gaming facilities at letsbetotallyclear.org. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. This is the Black and Blue Report, and we continue our roundup here during training camp and visit with quarterback Seneca Wallace, who um, is a part of a pretty salty bunch at that position right now. Uh, Seneca, first of all, thanks for joining us. And, and I was talking to Luke McCown the other day, and, and he says the time in the classroom right now is just something really special because you've got guys who are a little older and who have been starters in this league 
and working under a guy that seems to really want to include everybody in Drew Brees. Right, yeah. I mean, uh, it's, a, it's a, a tight-knit group, you know, and I said that yesterday, that everybody is just trying to, to push each other to get better. We work hard together. You know, the classroom is uh, especially is valuable for me just because I'm a guy that just came in trying to learn the system. So, you know, sometimes we're at uh, warp speed because Drew's been in this offense so long. But uh, it's been fun up to this point. Coach Payton was saying the other day that when it comes to, to veterans on a team, really the thing for him in training camp is, is to find out, for lack of a better phrase here, if guys still have it. Right. Is that is that fair to, to, um, to vets? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, you uh, when you got veterans on your team, you got to make sure they can still play, and that's what uh, you got to use training camp for to kind of grind to see if they can get through the grind and uh, you know to keep, continue to keep improving and showing that they you know whatever position it may be as a quarterback, making sure we can still throw the ball, move around and function and things like that. So uh, you know you just got to continue to keep progression, keep getting better. Where's home for you? Sacramento. Uh, well, I'm from Sacramento, but I live in Dallas, Texas. Okay, so Dallas can get hot in the summer, but yes. the humidity is not quite like not this. No. Is this is this has that made this training camp much different? Yeah, it's t it's tough. It's probably uh, one of the toughest training camps I've been part of. You know, but uh, you know, being down in Dallas, I was used to a little bit of the humidity. Not as humid as this year, but uh, you know, I, I think it's good. You know, it's it's good to work in this type of environment because it's going to get you ready for the season. For a guy like yourself who has made a career out of being a mobile quarterback, dual threat if you want to use that label, mm -hmm. as you get older in your upper 30s, yeah. how do you still keep that as a part of your profile? Uh, you know, just you let the game come to you. You know, you can't force scrambling and, and, and making plays using your legs. It's just got to be something that comes to you. Uh, pick and choose when you want to run the ball. And uh, when you do, just use your, you know, your God-given talent. When you were able to look at where you wanted to be this season, what kind of led you down this path to be here? Uh, you know, just a great organization, man. You know, it's the New Orleans Saints, great fans. You know, Coach Payton has instilled something great here, you know, and him and Mickey Loomis and the owner. So it's something that everybody should want to be part of, you know, uh, a team that has won a Super Bowl, have shown they can win a division year in and year out. So uh, that made my decision a lot easier to come here and want to be part of the team. Andy Tanner's turning heads. I know that I think, well, I don't know. I'm going to ask you, I think – didn't you all work out together this summer? We sure did. Me and Andy, uh, we worked out hard in the evenings, uh, you know, two or three times a week. And, uh, you know, talented kid, man. You know, um, you know, he runs great routes. He can catch the ball. Uh, he does all the things. He's physical. He does all the things you want him to do. And so uh, I'm proud of him. Glad he's, he, he's turning heads so far here in training camp and hope he can keep it up. Any good stories you can give me about Luke or Drew? Something that the public doesn't know that would, would shatter this perfect image that they've got? Oh, no, no. I mean, they, they both of them are great dudes, man. You know, I can't share a lot of that things that, that goes on behind closed doors, but uh, great dudes, man. I mean, what you see is what you get. Seneca, thanks. Good luck right. this uh, preseason. Appreciate it. Thank you. Seneca Wallace with us here on the Black and Blue Report, and we'll be right back. Don't want to miss out on any of the action? Get connected with your New Orleans Pelicans 24-7, 365. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter for exclusive prizes and giveaways. Plus, get text messages with all the latest breaking news right on your phone with Pelicans mobile alerts. Visit pelicans.com for information on these great features. Plus, sign up for Pelicans Insider with weekly updates from the Pelicans. Join the conversation today. This is Eric, General Manager of the Raising Canes and Kenner. To describe a Saints fan, you could say excited, committed, but definitely hungry. And that's when Raising Cane's is fans' best friend. 
fresh, never frozen chicken fingers, made fresh daily cane sauce, and a friendly Cane's crew committed to serving you the best chicken finger meals around. Raising Cane's, official chicken of the New Orleans Saints. One city, one team, one love. <laughs> what makes Auctioner Primary Care such a great choice? Is it because we have 38 health centers throughout the region, some with evening and weekend hours available? Or because we accept close to 50 different insurance plans? Could it be because we offer My Auctioner, which gives you and your family secure online access to your health records, test results, prescription renewals, even emails with your doctor? Or that you'll be connected to seven hospitals with 2,500 affiliated physicians who can handle everything from the common to the complex? So you'll never have to wonder if you made the right choice. Actually, what you may like the most is... Yes, we have a location near you. Expertise and convenience. Great reasons to choose an Auctioner primary care physician. To find one near you, visit auctioner.org or call 1-866-AUCTIONER. That's O-C-H-S-N-E-R. Auctioner. Healthcare with peace of mind. Final segment of today's Black and Blue Report means John DeShazer steps back in after the Saints complete practice inside today, J.D. I know close to the public, um, but a chance to get the guys in the air conditioning for a workout and kind of change things up here during training camp. Well, you're going to be, you know, in the dome for your season, so, you know, you want to get guys off their feet a little bit, kind of acclimate them to getting back inside. The weather's been a little bit brutal the last couple of days, especially the humidity. You got them in full pads also, so that was this was a good way to kind of give them a little bit of a break and get your work in. Mark Ingram sat today. Uh, Seneca Wallace stayed out as well for the Saints. No other changes really, it seems injury-wise. We'll be looking for a full report later on from head coach Sean Payton. We'll have that for you during the New Orleans Saints afternoon wrap right here on NewOrleansaints.com. Another aspect of today's practice, the first time the NFL officials have been involved, and good to see them kind of mix in with the guys today. Well, you know, you're explaining rules, trying to get guys acclimated to what it is, what it is that the league is going to be emphasizing. There are certain points of emphasis that we learned about this morning in terms of, you know, the strike zone for quarterbacks and, you know, the new tuck rule and those kinds of things. So you want to get players accustomed to what, they, what they're going to see during the season. All right, schedule change for tomorrow. Originally, tomorrow was to be an indoor afternoon practice. The Saints have changed that. They've moved it back to the morning time, 8.50 to 11.50 a.m. It'll be outside, and you're back in the mix, open to the public tomorrow, and that will take us up until the black and gold scrimmage, which comes your way on Saturday morning. More of the details, of course, at NewOrleansaints.com. J.D. and I will see you later this afternoon for the New Orleans Saints afternoon wrap. Well, that'll do it for today's show. We'll see you right back here tomorrow on the Black and Blue Report. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at 1 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source, the Black and Blue Report.